Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome to another episode of the 94 Feet Podcast. It's your boy, it's your boy Dre. I'm here with my brother, Zeke. What up, what up? What it do? What's good, my brother? I'm here with my other brother, Keese. What's good, good people? Yo, and we are excited about today's episode. We are excited about... Milwaukee, we are excited about the Bucks. We're excited about a lot of different things. But how you doing, my brother? I'm doing real good, man. Um, I'd be doing even better if I was going to the game. But, you know, we'll see what happens. That's right. That's right. Keith, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed. I'm here. I can't complain, man. Hey, let's go. Let's and go. And the Bucks are in the finals. The Bucks are in the finals. Let's dive <laughs> Let's dive right into today's episode where we're going to be talking about that. For the first time since 1974, the Milwaukee Bucks have made it to the NBA Finals. All of us in here are lifelong Bucks fans, despite voting against them from time to time. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But but what does that mean to you guys um, for folks that have been lifelong fans of 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 Bucks fans, okay? For those of you that have been lifelong Bucks fans, what does that mean for you all? And, you know, let's just give let's give our perspective on as lifelongers, how does it feel to actually finally have the home team in the dance? Go ahead, Keith. How does it feel, I got to admit, man, it feel real good, man. Just knowing your hometown is hosting the NBA Finals. This is something that has not happened since what, 1974? Yeah. Um, and I've been, you know what I'm saying, I've been rocking with the Bucks a long time. And, and I've been there for all the trenches, the highs, the lows, you know, it all. You know what I'm saying? From when we got robbed by uh, Philadelphia, when we had Big Dog oh, yeah, and Ray yeah, Allen. Yeah. Okay, okay. And Sam Cassell and, the, you know, Allen Iverson poured it on us. Yeah. He, I don't think he poured it on us. The NBA wanted Kobe and Iverson, but go ahead. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the. I think it means a lot for the city. Besides that, but um, just the grasp that we haven't been in the finals since 1974. It's over 40 years of not being in the NBA Finals, and it's one of those things where um, our parents were young in their 20s. Maybe sometimes thirties around this age when they went to, last time they went to the finals for for so for our generation to see this happen is is really something special. Uh, and for you know, and for all you people, none of us was born at that time, so no, we weren't born at that time. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like our parents is in their twenties and 
out here wilding and having hot girl summers and you know hot boy summers and stuff like that. And so for us to turn around and be able to you know buy tickets and uh, be able to see this and take our kids and just share this special moment, it, it's something real that um, real special. Like this is. I was telling somebody else, like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And they was like, well, you don't believe in your team? It's not that I don't believe in my team. It's just that it's so hard nowadays to get to the NBA Finals. And for teams who usually aren't there every year, it doesn't happen that often. So all the things have aligned right for our city or our people, for our city to be in this position that we're in. I think we're taking full advantage of it with the district. Um, it's like Most of the time, it's more people outside than it's inside. And I think this is just being great for the city. You know, I, I can remember, I think Keith and I, over the weekend as we chatted, uh, I was away in Texas, we were just talking about being lifelong Bucks fans. I don't know, you know, all of us, for those of you in 94 Feet Nation, uh, our friendship, the three of us, goes back probably 30-plus years. I, I think we've, we've all started our friendship back in church when we were about five years old. And the reason I'm sharing this story is because there's significance to it because our old pastor, who's who's my godfather, used to be the chaplain of the Bucks, right? You remember yeah, that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Michael that. Dudley, he used to be the chaplain. And so we were exposed to a lot of Milwaukee Bucks stuff. Mm. And we met a lot of bums, right? We yeah. met <laughs> we met players that we had no idea who they were. But we knew, okay, they're from the Bucks, so we're Bucks fans, so we're going to enjoy it. I remember the Andrew Lane basketball camp. Do y'all remember that? I remember. I was at the Andrew Lane basketball camp. You remember that? Every I year that we that. had it. Yeah. Every year we had it. We, I think we, we had. We did the same dunk every year. <laughs> we had uh, Irvin Johnson, right? We, we survived yeah. the Irvin Johnson years. Remember that? We yeah. survived the most t- missed layups in NBA history. <laughs> the Todd Day years. Yeah. Remember the dog? Eric Eric Murdoch. Eric Murdoch. Y'all might not even know nothing about that. I remember the, that. The dog pound. Remember the dog pound? Yeah. Yeah, when we used to get the tickets where your nose started dripping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as 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 lifelong fans, you know, we were not born. Yes, Andrew Lang had basketball camps at our church. I'm reading some of the comments from the live. Back when we were young, I mean, we weren't even teenagers at the time. But anyway, you know, growing up watching every year of the Bucks, me and my boy Shelton, we used to be season ticket holders together, and we would always make a joke that would say, man, we've been owning the future forever. Like, how long is it going to take for us to own the future? And finally, we've owned the future, and to be here in the finals uh, as hometown boys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you can have a objective opinion on your team, I believe, because I've had one all season, and and still be a fan of the sport. Uh, I think Zeke was one of the first ones to get to actually get good seats back in the day because yeah. he was in uh, – you were like in the fifth row or got to go backstage or something? Pastor – well, speaking of the pastor, he used to take like kids with him when he used to do the chapel. One of the times he took me and I was – I got took it back to the locker room, met some players, and was on the floor one time, stuff like that. And then that just inspired me to get season tickets. And it's all it's I've taken many people, um, but like like even just like taking my pops was the uh, probably the most special one because I don't know it was it was, it was just to do some it was just a thank you to do something for him that he's done for me and you know you don't get those opportunities every day and so when you like. Bucks games are starting to be special. You know, I've I've taken uh my little one, I've taken um 
my my family. It's just one of those things where like it's not just a any time a game. It's some something special. And then when you see these kids and they got the Bucks jersey and you get them the Bucks stuff and they excited to have it. And it's just it's for this moment right here when like hey I was alive when they won the championship or my dad took me to the see the Bucks when I was this age and such and such so they can look back on it and talk to their kids about it. So and it like he see I mean like you were just saying like those all this stuff like it's 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 one of the things where, like you feel a part of the team because it's been so long dude, when it's you been get a there long time yeah. dude just think about it we went from going together as a group and getting dropped off at games um, I just, and got to wait for your ride outside nosebleed <laughs> seats you know what oh. I'm saying we 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 didn't all sat together yeah. a couple rows from the uh, the Bucks bench you know yeah it's yeah. a blessing man to be where we are man yeah. i just say man i'm proud to be a buck fan right now and 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 to, and to think about it you know if people in 10 years 15 years they listen to this episode we were with the the Bradley Center doesn't even exist anymore. I was just finna yeah, that's another thing. It, it doesn't even exist anymore, right? Dude, the Bucks kicked, don't play in the Mecca anymore. Dude, we kicked it in the Bradley Center and the Mecca. Yeah. And, and you probably couldn't even put a game in there anymore. Yeah, I remember um oh my god, I can't think of his name. Cole. Cole, the owner. Herb Cole. Herb Cole. Senator Cole. He yes. would he would walk around, you know, just meeting people, just walking around the Bradley Center or whatever, and you know, Stuff like that, and um, you know, fires are now it's fires are formed now. But it's just like going from the mecca to the Bradley Center to the forum, and it I don't know, it's just, it's, it's special, man. It's just special, and like you know, whether whether we win or lose, it's just still something that it's just, history. It's history, and it's it's something special. Yeah, and and I think people, the reason that you can't underestimate this moment as lifelong fans is because it's hard to go to the finals, let alone win the finals, right? It's hard. The only person that it's not hard for is LeBron because that's been his history of always going to the finals. But for teams to be able to compete, win, you know, 40-plus games, overcome injuries, and think about all the players that left us hanging. And overcome a, a, a tough KD. A tough to, KD. You, we overcame We're, a tough KD. To get to the finals, yeah, we, we were half a foot from, I mean, this, from we being were, totally we, different. We was no, half a foot, not even a half a foot, a uh, half an inch, a free throw or two. <laughs> we was a free throw or two away from being at a toe. We a, was the toe Brooklyn in the finals. You, you know, and and you think about, I mean, where we've come as a fan. I mean, Zeke and I had season tickets at one point together, along with um, Shelton and my man's Mel. Bro, we were season ticket holders when they were fifteen and sixty-seven. Do you remember that? They were 15 and 67. Were we? We oh couldn't God. give away tickets. You know what? We couldn't you, give away you tickets. Know, I remember that. Before, you was, we was texting and you'd be like, you want to go to the game tonight? Man, I don't know. What day is it? What? It's like a Thursday. I got to work, man. I ain't got time for that. Man, we I made up every excuse. And, you know, to be able to watch the Bucks go through the own your future, the missed playoffs. I remember we got excited again about the draft – pick up Jabari Parker. Remember yeah, that? Remember That's that. what brought us back into the fold because a lot of us, let's be honest, we were fans, but we writ- we wrote the Bucks off. You did. Let's be – you're lying. Okay? You're lying. If God came back today, <laughs> you know where you're not going. Listen, a lot of us wrote the Bucks off. We did. We were like, you know what? We're going to be fans, but we're not going to invest our money in tickets. Or yeah. we're going to watch on TV. Or if I get free tickets, I'll go. We drafted Jabari Parker. 
the Own the Future movement started. Jabari got injured. We drafted Giannis. People were like, man, who is this guy that people drafted? Who is this guy? No one I, knew hey, who he was. I remember when they drafted Giannis. I, I was watching I was, it with Scooby. I, at, and, and we was like. At the pub. We were at the yeah, pub watching I'm, it. I'm like, man, I don't know how this going to work out. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't know. I don't know nothing about dude. But then I looked up a YouTube video and I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, he might be all right." But I never expected Giannis to be who he is. Today. We, you, myself, Scooby, and Shelton, I believe, watched that draft from the corner pub on in Tosa, and we all were like, "Who is this guy?" I like to pick because at the time, foreign players were in. They foreign were. players were in, so I they said, "This just, could they be were a just good starting thing. to come in," but we didn't think. We was thinking about like Dirk Nowinski's and yeah. stuff back then. Yeah. Yeah. We wasn't thinking like yeah. Giannis is gonna be the next Dirk or no. whoever. Yeah. No, no, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. We didn't think he or Mano Ginobili. That's what we were watching. We were right. like, right, right, right. That's what we figured was our European players, and that was gonna be it. That's in your mindset. Yeah. But not knowing Giannis was the gonna future. be the, the future. The future. Yeah. And, and you know, so to, we say all that to say this moment for Bucks fans. Is unforgettable. You know, I was watching a game at a bar in Texas, and when the Bucks won, I just hollered. And you know, I'm I'm in Texas, so their team's not there, and they I had the Bucks fan, the Bucks hat on, and they're like, "Man, this is a this is a fan," because I was actually there cheering for my team. Hey, loud is one. You can't. What? On, man. What? Clapping your hands that loud in my ear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Be- check one two. <laughs> Being able to celebrate these moments, because we had a lot of bad ones. We, we had a lot of years where, and, and as sports fans, especially, and Zeke can't attest to this, but as Packer fans, Brewers fans, but Milwaukee sports will have you feeling some type of way. Listen, I used to be so <laughs> upset when the Bucks lost back in the day, especially when we had, what was his name? Sherman Douglas. Sherman Y'all Douglas. remember Douglas? I remember Sherman, Sherman Douglas. Douglas. Man, Sherman Douglas used to make me so mad when we would lose game. <laughs> Him and Todd Day, man, they would shoot up that bull crap. Man, I would get so upset. I'd be like, man. I, I remember being at the game when the Bulls played the Bucks for their 70th win. And back then, you know, we're too young to be Bucks fans. You know, you yeah. were on the Jordan bandwagon. And you would have thought you were in a Chicago stadium. That's changed. A lot of that is because of Giannis, obviously. But now when we play the Bulls, we really sound like the home crowd. So the city of Milwaukee has grown to embrace the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this is a special moment for lifelong fans. It's even a great moment for bandwagon fans. We'll take the bandwagon fans because we need y'all to cheer us on the victory. No, they, they go on about their business. But this is, like I said on my Facebook on Saturday, become a fan of the team year-round. This has been a long time coming, man. Get season tickets. Go to games. Support the games. And, and and also just know that moments like this don't happen always. It'd be great to, to, to repeat and go back to back to the finals. But we have to live in the moment. So uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks organization. Congratulations to the franchise. Congratulations to Giannis, who really, they built this championship team around him. You know? And, 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 and shout out to Giannis for not leaving us, man. Shout out to Giannis for not leaving us. Yeah, for sticking around. I mean, we, I mean, we. But hold on, y'all. While we uh, all giving all these other people shout out, y'all. We got to give Middleton a shout out. Oh, too. we ain't done, man. Middleton, shout out to Middleton, man. I just got to get him out there, bro. He I was hard. The, I was hard on him, man. Because y'all was on him. I was hard. I was hard on him. He was on for a hard minute too. Like y'all they gave was on him, him all that money. But, but y'all but, was on him. 
But you know what? I would. Y'all was on them. You just wasn't on them this year, but the year you was on them. When you was on them? No, I was like Cash Money Chris every time, bruh. No, bruh. huh? What? The only reason, listen, on, man, ninety-four really? feet nation. The only reason he could deny this is because we, we just started recording this year. That's, that's the no, only reason. No. He, I've he always said Chris this. Middleton is a good uh, a good player. When he got that money, I was like, he deserves it. And when everybody was like, how much he get? And I was like, nah, man, he deserved it. <laughs> I said, I don't know about that much. You were the said, first I, person I, I to say that. I, I didn't it. say he deserved deserve to it. get paid, but I said, that amount of money, but this year, his, this, uh, this playoff. He's earning it. He's earned it. He's put. He's the, earned his salary this year. He's put the team on his back. A couple, ti- a couple times. He's put the and, – and, and, and the thing that I think a lot of us were hard on Chris Middleton about – it wasn't that he was a bad player. We were just looking for consistency. Yeah. We were just looking for that night in I, and nine out consistency. I think when when you get when you see a guy get that much money, I don't want to say consistency. I think you're looking for more than a you know what, I'll say that consistency. Because this is the one thing. Because Chris Middleton will drop thirty eight and then the next game he'll drop fifteen. And so, we can't do that when you're competing for a championship. You can do that, but I mean, like Kesey just said, this year in particular, he's really earned his money. I've all I was always on Chris Middleton. Uh, I always had his back, but this year has been is something different because we're seeing it in the playoffs. We usually see it in the season, and then the playoffs he's kind of dwindled it down. But I think he's um, evolved a lot this year. So as we get ready to move on from this topic. Is it time for the world and the NBA to start taking the Milwaukee Bucks serious as a competitive team for seasons to come? I mean, we don't know this now, and everybody knows this now. So, I mean, you got to look at it like this. It ain't going to be easier next year. It's going to be just as hard. Harder. 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 You know what I mean? But just us being Eastern Conference champions – it's already making everybody going to have a foot in our neck as soon as the as the season starts next year. Because they're going to be like, they should have been there. You know, so Atlanta going to be coming for our head next year. You got yep. Brooklyn going to come for our head next year. Oh, yeah. Who else did we beat? Uh, uh, beat Boston. Boston. Miami. Oh, no, Bo- not Boston. Miami. Miami. Miami, Miami going to be looking for us next year. The Lakers. Because you're gonna the, the Bucks already have a target on their back because they're the Eastern Conference champions. Mm-hmm. Giannis has already become someone of the poster child. Let me tell you what I really enjoy about this. Now you all think finals tickets were hard. The Bucks better get a Christmas Day home game. Okay, they better get that's, a Christmas Day home game. See, that's that's my thing. That's my thing. My thing is I'm hoping whether we win or lose, we become a target for bigger free agents. Oh, I would like to play in Milwaukee. Oh, that seems like a nice because. But I think that's gonna be hard when you got people like Stephen A. <laughs> I mean, nobody listen to Stephen A. Oh, people people listen. People, to people, a. people oh, do yeah, listen to do. Stephen A. But what I'm saying Talking is, about it's a terrible if we're city. if we're if it's one of those things where okay, like LeBron has a effect where people follow him to the team he's going to, or they're more drawn to the team he goes to because they won the championship. Right. If Bucks can become consecutive contenders I think that would b- draw in maybe bigger role players mm-hmm. and maybe even bigger 
superstars. Mm-hmm. So you think Blake will want to come here next year? Or not? I don't want Blake. No, he no I'm just saying. Him. I'm just saying because he's a free agent again. Make the so play. He is a free agent. He jumped to he jumped to Brooklyn because that's what he thought was going to win. Exactly. But we no. beat Brooklyn, so what are you really going to do now? Are you no. going to jump with us? No, no, no. But we well, don't want him. Well, well, and, 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 and the other thing, while we're reminiscing on the Bucks, and shout out to Holiday, man. Holiday was holiday, looking yeah. like yeah. offensive player step up holiday of the in a year. big way, man. Yeah, he was holding everybody in Game Six. He was all over the floor, and he knew that this is our window. What was most impressive for me, we want Giannis on the court, but the Bucks looked impressive in Game Six, even without. That's because, like I told y'all before. Who has to be the b- primary ball handler? Holiday. All day. Holiday. That's why we brought him here. But when Giannis is in the game sometimes, mm. he kind of demands the ball too much, and it takes away from their offense, and they kind of get flustered So when you don't have a point guard being the orchestra. You know what I'm saying? Directing it. You know so what I'm saying? So I, 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 see, I see that, and I was, so I was watching the game very carefully, and I remember you saying something about that. Um, I don't think – I don't think that the Bucks' offense runs like that because when Chris Middleton was bringing it up, because Middleton, something that um, the inside the NBA said on TNT, uh, Charlie, Charles Barkley, he was like, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks are full of nice guys that are really good basketball players. Drew, Drew Holiday is one of the nicest guys in the NBA. But I, I don't think he's a guy who can bring the ball up and make something happen Unless he's feeling like I'm going to drive the basket, but see, the one and thing, he's a matchup guy, so he's thing, like, I can do this with the matchup I have. But you got to realize the difference between him bringing the ball up and Middleton bringing the ball up, and Giannis bringing the ball up. Yeah, is when when Drew and Middleton bring the ball up, you got to come up. If Giannis is bringing the ball up, what do you think they're doing? They backing off a little bit. They're, they're backing, backing off, off a yeah. couple of four, three or four feet, which has allowed them to protect the paint better. Mm-hmm. And where does Giannis score best? In the paint. In the paint. So yeah. as long as Drew and Middleton are bringing the ball up, we're going to be good regardless. I mean, I I don't think I agree with you. I just don't think that. I think Giannis bringing the ball up is not a bad thing. I I don't think it's a bad thing because I don't brother, think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's a bad thing when he does it majority of the, agreed, the offense. Agreed. He's not. He he. Sh, Giannis should if not. Giannis, if Giannis gets the rebound and go. That's fine. So let me ask you this question, Dan. But if they, what if percentage they, would you want him bringing the ball up? I, I don't want him bringing the ball up. I don't want Giannis having to play the Magic Johnson role. I want Giannis to run the pick and roll. I want Giannis to man the middle where he can bully people a lot. We brought in Holiday because Holiday, I'm going to use the words, he is an elite point guard, in my opinion, all defensive first team. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not the name point guard, right? He's not the superstar point guard, but he is an elite point guard that can handle the floor. And he makes it hard for people because he's a top defender. You're not just going to come and shake and bake on holiday and yeah. just call it a day. No, he's going to have a hand in your face. Yeah. He might steal the ball from yeah. you, and he's going to make you frustrated on the court. So for me personally, Giannis shouldn't be bringing the ball up at all. That's just me. He's not LeBron. He's not KD. He's Giannis. But let Holiday do what Holiday does. What does Holiday do? Holiday is the floor general. He's the point guard. Yeah. Is he not? He is. I'm. Not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he's not the point guard. I'm not saying that he's like um, Holiday is an elite defender. He can shoot. He can score. He can score inside and out. 
Um, I think that the thing about uh, Holiday is he's not as aggressive, but he does like game five and game six. He was aggressive. And when the shot wasn't falling in game six, like it was in game five, he started to drive in the paint. He started to do different things. Um, when I, th- I think that a lot of times when Middleton brings the ball up or when Giannis brings the ball up, they just need to get a feel for it. And that may duck off into a pass. They may duck off into Giannis going up the middle and scoring. But it's still one thing is cr- it's creating offense. Um, I think one of the things I've said this before that is different in the Bucks' offense this year is that Giannis is seeing the floor better to where he can drive down, see I don't have it, and kick it out. Before, maybe like two years ago, he didn't have that I can kick it out mentality. He was like, I, I gotta I gotta get in here, I gotta get in here, I gotta get in here. And so he was forcing it, he was forcing his basket, and he was forcing the play. But, but I think this year he's hey but, he can now kick it out to Middleton and Holiday. But even if you watch some of the games this year, he does that a lot too, still. Like where he gets he drives and the defense collapse on him, and he can't make the passes sometimes. So that's that's true. That does turnovers happen. That does happen. That are unnecessary. But you notice when Drew is bringing the ball up or Middleton is bringing the ball up, the Bucks are more successful offensively because you have to guard them as soon as they cross the half court line. As soon as they cross that so line. So I, I differ. In, and I they, differ in. Hold up. And Go they ahead. pass better when Holiday's bringing the ball up. If you notice, mm-hmm. when Holiday is running the play, the Bucks will pass the ball four or five times before a shot is taken. I, I, agree, I agree with both those things. But I think the thing that we missed about Giannis in these last two games were um, his instant offense. Giannis' instant offense. It's not – if he doesn't – he's not shooting – the, the jumper's not falling for Chris Middleton. If the jumper's not falling for Drew Holiday, he's instant offense. I need, I'm going to get the ball down and within his 18th feet. Especially and if I'm going to pick and roll. And I'm going to score. And it's one of those things where, like, when, when a jumper wasn't falling, the Hawks started to come back and cut the lead to, like, seven. But if that jumper starts to fall, I think that's what, that's what Giannis is. He's instant offense. Sometimes that takes him bringing the ball up and – you know, doing what he does with it, but it's still instant offense. So then let, let, let's let's bring it home a bit because obviously we're reminiscing on some things and that's good. If your players like Brandon Jennings, Larry Sanders, Eric Bledsoe, Della Vadova, J.J. Redick, who all left us, left us hanging really, how do you feel right now, especially Bledsoe, because both of your former teams are now playing for a championship. So and, how, how, and, how do you feel? And the team that – you traded for players is in the finals with the same team you had. How do you, how do you feel like if you're one of those players that just dogged Milwaukee? Like JJ Redick didn't want to be here. I remember that he didn't want to be here. He didn't want to be here. That's why I don't feel bad for uh, what's his name, the Bob, one of the Bob boys, Bob Donovich over oh, in yeah. Atlanta. He didn't oh, want yeah. to come here. Remember, he didn't want to come here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't want to start at the tampering, the tampering thing, and that's how the Bucks got fined for tampering because. He started saying the Bucks were, re- were uh, reaching out to him. So, so at the end of the day, none of these players are with us. As lifelong fans, we're excited. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. We look forward to cheering you on in the NBA Finals. Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Man. Go Bucks! So we talked about our fans' perspective, but now let's get into the real. Bucks got to go compete, baby. 
Listen. The Bucks got to go compete. So let's get into the real now. We was all mushy for about 30 minutes. But let's get into the real. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing the hottest team in the Western Conference for the championship in the Phoenix Suns. Let's talk about the matchups. Let's worry about predictions later. We know that there is a potential Giannis injury. Chris Paul's not 100%. What do the Bucs have to do to stay competitive? What does Phoenix have to do to stay competitive? Shout out to Chris Paul. Uh, let's show Chris Paul some respect for finally making it to the finals. Shout out to Chris Paul. Shout out to Chris Paul, Paul. who's another floor general. And we like Chris Paul, most of us on this podcast, especially when he's healthy. But obviously, we're rooting against him. Man, let's talk about the Bucks phoenix Suns matchup. Who wants to start? Because I know we got a lot to say. I'll start off with the Drew and and, and, uh, CP matchup. Because you know that's going to be the matchup. Oh, man. Holiday and CP3? I don't. That's that's what's going to make or break the series. I don't want him. I don't want to. I don't want Drew Holiday holding CB3. Why wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. Whoa. Oh. Where did Go that ahead. come from? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Why? Devin Booker is a killer. CP3 is cool. Devin Booker is a killer. You put Middleton on him. Put Middleton on him. No, Middleton you, is a no. solid defender. No, he's a not that solid. solid. He's not but that but solid. But the thing you got to realize is Booker got to guard Middleton, too. Booker so do got to guard Middleton. He didn't have to guard nobody last series. Well, I expect I expected to go like this. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. He didn't you. guard Chris Paul. I mean, he didn't guard uh, Paul George at all. Who he was guarding Pat Booker. Beverly. Yeah, he was guarding. That's what I'm saying. Like they were staying away because both Middleton and Booker aren't great defenders. Are they solid? They're solid, but they're not great defenders. Middleton is a great defender. Not, he's not a great defender. What? He's not Are a great you serious? defender. No, he's not a great defender. Middleton is a great defender. He's man. not a great defender. I'm telling you right now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is how this is how I imagine it's going to go. We're going to go Tucker, Booker. We're going to go Middleton, CP3. And we got to go Drew for um, – we got to go Drew, Booker. I'm you sorry, just, Drew. You just uh, confused me, man. I did. I confused myself. Let me say this one more time. We got Booker, uh, PJ Tucker holding Booker. Holding Devin Booker. All right, guys, do not drink and podcast at the same time. <laughs> okay, this is I'm telling you. I'm li- okay, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> All right, slow down. I'm just saying. Just okay, PJ Tucker holding Devin Booker, and then I expect Chris Middleton to hold Chris Paul, and then I expect uh, Drew Holiday. No, I'm sorry. Let me reverse that. Drew Holiday on CP3, and then I expect. Um, Middleton on uh, Bridges on Bridges. So, or I expect him on uh, Jay uh, Jay Crowder. So, so let's talk about the Phoenix Suns offensively. If Booker's having an off night, Phoenix doesn't have many players that can score it like Booker can. Not like Booker can, but they do have people who can score. They have a bench, but the Bucks have I'm not people. talking about the bench. I'm talking about the big man. I'm talking about The Bucks have people that can score though. But see, what what I think is going to benefit the Bucks the most is we have bigs that can that can protect the paint and not letting players like Cameron Payne get off it's going to be beneficial to the Bucks because if you stop their bench, because that's what that's what's get them going. They bench gets them going, and then they really keep going. So, 
how do we like the matchup? Do the Milwaukee Bucks match up well with the Phoenix Suns, in your opinion? Assuming Giannis is playing, do we match up well with the Phoenix Suns? I think we are a better basketball club than them. And we're a more experienced basketball club than them as far as player-wise. I think we're a more experienced team than that. It's, it's hard for me to say because I told you. The I, only, but the only, I wanted this matchup. This was the matchup I wanted. I this felt is the like matchup you predicted. This the is only, the matchup the I predicted. The only problem I have, though, is Chris Paul. Who, who is playing on a sore right hand right now. But he's playing MVP caliber basketball right now. I, he, he, he is. Though, but he, the only thing that I don't like about him is all of his flopping and, and baiting well, the, the refs in to giving him calls. Well, you see are, who the refs are, Scott Foster. Those are there's a oh, veteran man, moves. Here we go. <laughs> those are veteran moves. Those oh are, man, here we go. Scotty's here. Scott Foster, that Chris Paul referee is here. Um and a couple others, but for me, I think all eyes are you have to so let me ask you both this. Do you let Devin Booker score and worry about the rest of the team? No. Or do you just clamp Devin Booker from the beginning? You clamp Booker and Paul and let everybody else do what they do. You let everybody else do what they do. They, Double cause team. Because at some point, they're going to start missing. Like Jay Crowder, think about it. The last three years straight, he was in the playoffs. He couldn't buy a bucket. All of a sudden, now you cash money every time you shoot it. What's interesting is these two teams, the Phoenix Suns and the Bucks, have played each other twice in the regular season. Phoenix won both games, but they were one-point victories both times. Yeah. Now, was all of the players playing? I don't believe so. Let me go and check the history really, really quickly here. So, Um, while you're you're checking that, mm -hmm. I know Devin Booker gave us buckets. I also know Giannis was going crazy. Um, at least one of those of each. So when they played on, uh, let's see here, Uh, it was one twenty-eight to one twenty-seven in Milwaukee. When they played, uh, I don't have the date here, but let's see here. Giannis played. He was getting buckets. Middleton played. He was getting buckets. Low pass only had seven. Holiday had buckets. So, again, it really depends on the rotation and if the scoring is on or off. Because I tell you, man, and and y'all gave me slack for this, I told y'all, Jeff Teach can score. When we put him in the game all he did was score. He didn't get a lot of time in games five and six, but he scored. Coach Bud is going to have to defend, depend rather on scorers to beat the Phoenix Suns. We you, you need can. players that can score. You can't outscore them, though. Um, I think you can. No. Um, and so when you look at Phoenix uh, during that game, Chris Paul played, and Chris Paul was Chris Paul. Um, Booker only had 24 that game. So he didn't just tear us apart in that game, but he did what, he did what Booker does. So, and then that was on April 19th. On February 10th, they lost 124 to 125 in favor of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Giannis put up 47 that game. Mm-hmm. Middleton put up 18. Brooke again had 10. Brooke is going to come and have to play like he did in game five and drop 31. That's not who he is. That's not who he is, but he's going to have to learn how to do it if he wants to win a championship. Um, And then over on the other side with the Phoenix Suns, again, Chris Paul had 28, Booker had 30, Aiton had 17, Kaminsky had 14, Bridges had 15. So really everybody's going to have to play, play their part. 
We have to stop the Phoenix fast breaks. We can't give these guys any open look jump shots. And guys like Middleton and Holiday, they're going to have to play 48 minutes. They're going to have to play, and they have to bring it. This is not a series that's going to be easy, but I do believe the Bucks are the better team and can get the dub in a seven-game series. I think it's going to stretch. You know, I heard some people say Bucks in five. I heard some people say Suns in four. I've heard some people say Bucks in I've six. Heard, I've heard some people actually say the Bucks are going to get swept. I've heard that too. All I've I, heard that too. All I know is everybody is saying that nobody is going. Not nobody is voting for the Bucks to win this series. Nobody. They're the underdogs. They're the underdogs. They are the underdogs. So um, Vegas, make your bets now. Bucks, <laughs> so, Bucks in six. I think the Bucks will win it. it. I think the Bucks will win it, but they'll win it in seven. Um, I think the, that ho- us playing good at home is going to help. Um, I don't think they'll lose the championship in, in Milwaukee. Um, you mean win? Well, well you know, look, we no, don't have lose. home court advantage. No, I know. I'm saying I don't think they'll lose. Like if you like Milwaukee in six or Phoenix in six, that means Game Six is in Milwaukee. I don't think they'll will lose in Milwaukee. So here's the so, thing that I said in the last series, my bad, Zeke, is you got to be able to win on the road to win a championship. The Bucks have to get Game One. They bottom got, bottom line is they got to come in and get Game One. I don't think we need game. You don't one. think so? They need to. They need to. They, the Bucks don't need to go down 2-0. So we need to we get one to, or two. We don't need to go down one zero. We need to start out up one. I don't you think know, we, we. You need to come out and set the tone. How they? Because you remember how Atlanta was doing us at first. Yeah. But then the Bucks came out and set the tone and beat them by what thirty almost. Mm-hmm. That's how they have to come out and beat Phoenix right away. Let Phoenix know we're here. But also, I think people are forgetting too. Those were only one point victories. The Bucks are a better defensive team. That's, that that was my that was my whole thing. Like everything you were saying is true, but I think the biggest the biggest thing in this game is is going to be defensively. If we can stop, like you you asked, should we stop Booker and let everybody else do their thing, or should we? You said stop CP three and Booker and let everybody else do their thing. I don't want because because Chris Paul doesn't shoot first. He looks for the pass first. He looks for the best basketball play, and usually he looks for the pass first. So I don't want everybody else getting get going and stuff like that because once they get going, then it, you can't stop them. So like you said before, we're going to have to play aggressive seven games in a row. But I do think that we match up well with Phoenix if we're playing to our highest – um, expectation because Giannis is going to be out first two games. He's going to be out. But is that what you know? Is that what you know? What I did that? What you're is, guessing? Is that what you know? No, I know that for sure. Oh, uh, okay. So because reports said today that he might be ready to go by game one. Yeah, they they keep saying that. Giannis is not going to be ready to go until game three, and that is pushing it. I I think, I think it's pushing it too. I I don't disagree with you. I I would love to see Giannis play for a championship and help us because we definitely need him. But I don't want us rushing him back. I don't want him rushing him back. And then on top of that, I don't want him out there with a bum knee because if but, if something happens, that knee can get worse. He was he was he was a step away from from it being an ACL or MCL. He was a step away from that. So the fact that it's just a hyperextended knee lets me know. Oh, woo! That's first of all. Second of all, okay, let's take our time with this. If we don't need, if we can, if they're if they win the first two games in Phoenix, I'm okay with that. So I'll be completely honest with you, because that's how good we are at home. So Charles Barkley said the Bucks are better without Giannis. 
I don't know that I, I agree. Can, I can I can see that just because all those things you said. Drew's ringing the ball up. They're passing it more. They're making sure everybody gets involved. But the thing about that is Lopez and even Bobby, Bobby Portis, those guys aren't consecutive. Shout out to Bobby, bro. Bobby been <laughs> Crazy eyes Bobby. Too. The, the, those guys aren't – you can't count on them for consecutive 20 and 25. Okay. You, can't, can, you can't count on that. But you also have to remember Giannis being out is allowing them to have the minutes and the shots that they normally don't get. So they are capable of doing it, but they don't have the minutes and the Bobby and, and, and they don't have the plays set for them to do it. But now the Bucks have to play team ball, and, and everybody has to be a part of it. And my, Bud this, has to coach. But this is my thing. Bud though. has to train that. Win or lose, I think Bud goes. I don't <laughs> care. No, he he doesn't. He ain't, he, I know he not. Bud has secured his job for the next three years. At least three. At least three. We're two. In the at least two. At least we're, two. We're in the finals. He's secure. He's unfortunately, secure. they're like they're and like it's, And it's there. not because of him. But check it's this out. Though. Middleton took on that role. But check this out, though. My thing is this: Will you count? Do you count? Because they got the minutes. Game six, they got the minutes, but they weren't producing. And so when you when when Jeff Lopez was producing, he had nine points. Relax. But he only played for like. Five or six minutes. That's all he needs. But so no, no, so, I, I don't disagree with you. But what I'm saying is, if you have guys that are scoring, why not increase the clock? Because if you are, especially if Giannis doesn't play, if Giannis doesn't play, well, I, I know this is the one thing I did notice about the Bucks. We don't have a deep bench. No, no, no. We do not have a deep bench. We do not. And so when Giannis is paying 47 minutes or 35 minutes. And these guys are sitting down and so on and so forth. Like Bobby's an energy guy. He's, he comes in, he gives he gives like ten points, and you know the crowd erupts. He's our bully, actually. Him and PJ Tucker. My but people, my thing my is, my people's are saying uh, Bobby Portis is the is the X factor. You know, we got a lot of comments here. He we got, is. Let, let, let's let's read some of the comments. Why are we reading comments? They saying they saying honestly, he's a radio show. If you want to leave a comment, that's cool. It's ain't a radio show. Hey, but, Zeke don't want no help, bro. I don't want no help. Listen, <laughs> Zeke said, said don't say, argue they, with they, him. They, from what I'm seeing, everybody is saying honestly, Bobby Portis is the reason we in the finals. I don't know about that. I don't know about. I'm that. saying he's that. the factor in that because the I mean, way he, he played, played those last, the way game, him and, the way him and Brooke played those last game three five, games, game those five, game five, they played. Man, Brooke was catching lobs like and, like he was DeAndre Jordan. Man, come on, man. If Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday don't show up, there are no finals. Okay, yeah, we know that. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying I'm we saying we appreciate you, Portis. Once you, once you get past those two, because they're supposed to do that. Portis, uh, not no twenty, not no twenty. Portis no, I'm is saying. It, he, it's a contract year for him, right? He's coming up on a contract, so you know how Bucks players do. Mm. We are gonna give you our best, give us that crazy contract. You make it to the finals, that make niggas stay. That, <laughs> that make niggas stay. Uh, Zeke, our fans don't appreciate that you don't want to hear comments. Just so you know, that's the. That's the. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you both a tough question. And we're gonna move on from this segment. First off, the first question is. Can the Bucks win the NBA title without Giannis? Yes or no? No, no, expl- no explanations. No. Can the Bucks win the title without Giannis? Keith? N- no. No. Zeke? No. I'm going to say no. Why? We said no explanations. Okay. We said no explanations. Yeah, you do. We don't believe that the Bucks can win without Giannis. So, with that being said, 
Giannis has to play. Mm-hmm. 94 Feet Nation, weigh in. We're going to read some of these, whether Zeke wants us to or not. I'm not the bad guy here. You're the just, terrible guy. Let know us what? know. That's fine. Big I'll T, be the bad guy. Gilly, uh, I'm not sure who's watching over on Kesey's Live. Can the Bucks win this without Giannis? For those of you all that are listening, can you can breathe can, without oxygen? Yeah, I got people over here on him on my chat too. Yeah, people weigh in. Let me know. Can weigh the Bucks in, win without know. Giannis? Can the Bucks win without Giannis? Ninety-four feet nation. Let us know. I got a question. Type in the chat. Hold up. Can you breathe without oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> can you drink? Can, can you drink water without tasting? Can you what, are you, why, why are we, what are we asking here? What get, are you talking about? Can you kick it without money? Like <laughs> these are the questions we're asking, right? All that. So let me ask you all this. Then, so Terrence says no. Shelton says no. So that the Bucks can't win it. So then, let me ask you this: Assuming Giannis plays, because now we're in the fandom and not being objective, we're being in the fans now. What if Giannis plays? What is your prediction for the series, Keese? Assuming Giannis plays, we win. Give us a breakdown: four, three to four to two. We, four. we, we NBA champions in six. Bucks in six. Keese got Zeke. Assuming Giannis plays, now you see because this is the finals. They're not all over me, 94 Feet Nation. Usually they all over me. You can't have what ifs. You can't say what ifs. You can't do that. I but. was about to say that. Okay. I was about to say that before you interrupted <laughs> me. You can't have what ifs. You can't because we got to play with what's on the floor. Do I think the Bucs can win this series? Yes. Do I think these Bucks will win this series without Giannis? No, I do not. Do I want them to win it? Yes. As things are right now, Bucks and seven. I am going to agree because Giannis is coming back. So Bucks and seven. With or without Giannis, I'm going to go Bucks and seven. I think I'm going to go Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven. So what happened if the Bucks sweep them? Not going to happen. If you the, don't know. No, I'm going to tell you if the Bucks the sweep matchup, them. This is a, this is a totally different matchup for Phoenix. I've t- I, and and also a different matchup for the Bucks. So as, if you were Monty Williams right now, who who do you feel you need to stop on the Bucks right now? Who, oh, do you, Middleton. who do you feel Middleton. Middleton? Who do you feel you need to key in on? Middleton. 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 All day. Because he can get you 20 in 20 minutes. Middleton. Middleton is hungry. Holiday is hungry. But we have to remember Giannis's efforts to those two losses in the regular season were huge. He had 47. That's 47 points. Somebody else on the Bucks have to put up just to even stay competitive. Brooke has to be Brooke. The team has to come, and they got a ball. They got to make shots. You got to make free throws. All right? Uh, Shelton said, if the Bucks sweep the Suns, nobody will be able to shut him up for at least a decade. If Bucks sweep – if the Bucks <laughs> – said what happened? Shelton said, if the Bucks sweep the Suns, nobody will be able to shut him up for at least a decade. Hey. It, Shelton, he said he's going to talk crazy. Oh, oh, most no. definitely. Ladies, I agree, Shells. Uh-uh. I agree, I'm, I'm going past that, Shells. If the Bucks sweep the Phoenix Suns – I've already told my job if the Bucks win it, I'm going crazy. <laughs> if the Bucks win, I'm going crazy. If the, if the Bucks win it, sweep them. Oh my God. Y'all gonna be like, is that Zeke I'm putting my running money down, down the street, butt t- naked? I'm going drinking. in on my season tickets the day after they win. Listen, y'all hear that, America? We I'm going I'm tear the city up. You think wait, I don't wait, do wait, that? Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. City up. Do not tear our shitty up, but uh, we are. The let him be a fool and go to jail. We do not endorse. I'm going to jail. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. Buck sweep, the Buck sweep Phoenix Suns, I'm going to jail. Well, I don't bail people out of prison, so. Um. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll do a couple days. Y'all you, know, you, should, see me out here. Uh, you think it's worth that? Hey, I'll have a story for a 94 free podcast. I'll have a. <laughs> 
No, Hell no, of no, a no, story. No. We have a morality clause here, sir. You get arrested, you are no longer a part oh, yeah. of this podcast. Sheldon, we got a seat on before you. First of all, y'all gonna want to hear this story? Y'all gonna want to hear this story? So what happened, man? man. We'll fight you. We'll we got a seat for you. Jason, we got a seat for you. If wow. this man goes to jail, we will invite, gonna stay in jail. We will invite him back for a guest visit no, to, tell, we won't. to tell his story. Yeah. We don't want those spirits up in here, man. I he can swear. come tell his story, but no, his no, job is done. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all witnessed this. I'm over here celebrating my home team victory. <laughs> and they were like, yo, you off the podcast. You kicked off. Because I'm out here wilding. I'm out here celebrating. So, so let's say hey, this. Let's, let's break it back home. What do you, hold on. Just off of what he said, what do you think our city is going to look like if the Bucks win? Oh, it's going to look a mess. It's going to look... <laughs> Bro, you gonna, you are you crying? Oh, we, we, a mess. Oh, we, yes. in the, we in the bar all <laughs> night long. Uh, it's... It's everywhere. You gonna think it's police brutality? You gonna think it's the Million Man and Woman March? Man. You gonna see unity between blacks and whites? You gonna That's see true. some of everything? Because- <laughs> hey, we gonna be on some white people shit. I'm gonna be on some white people shit. I'm sorry. Listen I- here. Listen here. Listen here. Ninety four feet nation. Ninety four feet. I love all people. We love all people. If the Bucks win the. Sheldon said he got money for your books. Well, you thank got, you. You got <laughs> one Bucks fan. Thank you, Bucks fan. Hold it down because I'm going crazy. You got one friend out here because I don't. Um, but anyway, we are, if we can win the championship, I think we'll celebrate. Milwaukee will look like most up. But let's not make this a Milwaukee thing. Every city looks a mess after their team has it won depends. the championship. Dude, just it it think, depends. Just think of our city getting to host the championship parade. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, dude, that's a, in fact, dude, I challenge you both. We, I've watched the Jordan one. I watched the the LeBron's. The LeBron one. The, we always watch it from TV. We always watch it from TV. But to be able to see that parade yourself, I I challenge you both because the Bucks are in the finals now. And you both have seen how hard it is to get tickets. Y'all need to be signing up for season tickets now. Y'all shouldn't be waiting for the championship. Well, let me tell you. Hold up. Go ahead. Once. The fact that we're in the finals, tickets are higher for seasons next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. When we win the championship, or if we win the championship, they're going to be even higher. Oh, yeah, I know. So I suggest y'all well, get I on, already get, know who to go through. Get on the bandwagon, right? I refuse. You get, I, I already know who to go through. You know what? Man can't get my, out. Man can't pay my bail, Get out. he want me to sign up for season tickets. <laughs> man can't pay my bail, hey, but he hey. want me to sign up for season tickets. Hey, you, you know and, my... then, and then on top of it, they going to try to kick me off the podcast because I'm wilding out. No, you mean you do you hey, man. great. I'm just saying we got a morality clause. Control yourself. We're talking about that. He's going to be out there acting a fool, too. Because I, I ain't going to bring no, up. You know what Dre going to do? I ain't going to bring up some of the old day. Dre, you know what Dre going to do? Dre going to be wilding. I know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. Why are you bringing up my homecoming party, man? Listen, if, if the good people that are listening <laughs> hey, knew. If you know Dre, if about, you know Dre, you know what we're talking about, okay? Look, look, and, I host so, a party and things happen. But anyway, let's let, let let's move, <laughs> let's move on, man. Shout out to the Bucks. Uh shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Congratulations on the finals. It should be a great matchup, but we all got the Bucks winning it. So um moving on, we're gonna jump around here because we're already about what? 50 minutes into this podcast. Pat Beverly was suspended for one game by the NBA for his actions against CP3 in game six of the Western Conference Finals. What do we make of his actions and the overall player that he is? And does the punishment fit the crime? He got how many games? He only got a one-game suspension. I think the punishment fits the crime. I don't think it was He should have got at least four. No, it wasn't that big of a deal. My only thing is you got to look at it like this. 
of course he didn't mean to like hurt him, hurt him. Mm. But that could have went in a whole new direction where he could have been out. What if he would have tore his ACL off of that push or like he did with Russie? You you know what I mean? Like or what if he would have? What if he would have fell and hit his head? He got a concussion. It's a lot of ways that could have went wrong, and it would have looked horrible on national TV that America got to see him act a donkey. Everybody sees him act a donkey. That's what the Clippers do. Pat Beverly is exactly what's wrong with the NBA. Mm. Pat Beverly is a wannabe bully. He's a loud mouth. He pushed the man as he walked away. If I'm going to push you, I'm going to push you to your face or at least challenge you to let you know I got a problem. The man walked away and he pushed him in his back and he pushed him forcefully. Now, granted, Chris Paul did what Chris Paul does. He flopped it out. But to Casey's point, remember when he did some stupid stuff to Westbrook? Mm-hmm. Westbrook and the um, Thunder could have won a championship that year. He tried to slap the ball out of Westbrook's hand and went up under his leg and, and messed up his knee. Messed yeah. up his knee, and it was out for the series. So actions like that, uh, the NBA has to send a message to Beverly because he always does that. His attempt to get in people's head has gone too far. I'm not a Pat Beverly fan, never been a Beverly fan, and I thought that was weak, man. So, to me, the punishment doesn't fit the crime, and Beverly needs to stop with that foolishness, man. How many games do you think you should have got? I mean, I think for me, that had the potential to turn into a melee, okay? That could have been a bad incident. But remember, NBA rules state if you leave the court or you leave your bench, you're suspended. So, by now, Phoenix knew we can't defend our boy. We can't defend him because His if teammates we do, around him we're suspended. I mean, Beverly, but, but it should hey, have at least been a four but, but to six see, game but, suspension. But see, that's where whoever his name is, we don't know. Or we say, who? Yeah. That player <laughs> supposed to get off the bench and we don't care about him getting suspended. He, and he's supposed to jaw jack Beverly for that. Oh, I, for real. I, I hate to play devil's advocate. I, I like it a little bit. But – couple of things. Number one, Chris Chris Paul, no one likes him. His personality sucks. De- DeMarcus Cousins said on the bench during yeah. that game, that's why I don't nobody F with your weak ass. Yeah. He said that. He was, said that too, Chris Paul. What did he say? He said, he said what? that's why I don't nobody with your weak ass. Y'all know I don't swear, man. Don't try to make me swear. So, uh, don't nobody fuck with your weak ass. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the point is that um, – like Chris Paul, I'm like, don't I like Chris Paul? And what happened was, because I watched the whole thing, I was like, damn, why are you pushing like that? He thought he said something. Chris, Chris Paul. Wait. Hold on a second. Let me finish. Chris Paul is or is known for saying little slick shit. Chris Paul so is he, a he, very good around. player. He turned around. He was like, what you say? And he pushed him. Now, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have got suspended. I didn't think he would. It was, a, it was an emotional game. But what I'm saying is, I don't think it should have been like four to six games. One game should be good enough. Bruh, the Clippers did Chris Paul bogus. When when Pat Beverly hurt him in game four, was it? Pat Beverly like mimicked him, jumping up but, and but, down. But, but also, Chris Paul was flopping during that play too. And he made himself get hurt worse <laughs> exactly. than what he should have been hurt. Exactly, because he, he came he, down like, oh my. He's the prime minister like, of flopping. Well, him him, him, and, and old boy from Boston, um... Smart. Oh Mike, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Oh they're, they're the kingpins of fly. But anyway, Pat Beverly needs to control himself. It was an emotional game. They were getting put out. He needs to control Don't himself. Don't act like you ain't never put your hands on somebody when you lost. Not when you walked away. Yeah, you did. I've never done no, that. I, no, Dre going to body slam in your face. He gonna I've see it never coming. done that. He going to okay, DDT I'm, I'm, you. He going to stone cold Austin him. you he gonna in your face. Is. You going to see it coming. I've seen him do it. 
I watched I've seen do him it. do it too. At the end of the day, Pat, Chris Paul and the Clippers, we know that breakup was bad. It was. It, it was not a good breakup, and so this was boiling over anyway. The only person on that team that Chris Paul really fooled with was Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's the only one that actually showed some love to Chris Paul and shook up with him. But Cousins <laughs> and Bev, Bev obviously were suspended. I've been, I've been saying this all year, though. The Clippers are a bunch of niggas. They're you a bunch said, of niggas. You said Chris Paul and who? Kawhi Leonard. When? What do you mean? During the game. After the game was oh, over, Chris oh, Paul... Yeah. Kawhi came up and showed love to Chris Paul. And you have to also remember. Don't even, I don't even bring up Kawhi. because Kawhi is. A, well, he's next on our list, so we're going to bring him up. You me off. Hold it. So we also have to remember that Chris Paul holds leadership in the players' union. He does. So this is your representative that has to go out and defend you, talk your contracts, schedule your collective bargaining agreement. So Pat Bev needs to control himself. A one-game punishment is a slap on the wrist. I think the NBA, once again, is telling folks, eh, it's okay. Let that have been LeBron. Let that have been one of their stars or staff or KD. That suspension would have been a whole lot different. I don't think is so. Is that what you think? I don't think so. Listen, man, don't mess with the NBA's money. I mean, push don't it. Don't mess Paul, with the NBA's push money. It, push it, push so just LeBron. think, if Phoenix loses Chris Paul, they done. Yeah. No. As an owner, how would you feel <clears throat> if he pushed Chris Paul in his back and say he separated a diss in his back or something off of that? I'm 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 mad. I'm, I'm upset. But number one, I know that I can still win this series. I'm confident in my in my team because Cameron Payne can, comes off the bench and, and he, he balls and he balls and he balls. So Hard. I'm not. I know he better not be that one player to have a, a career night, a career on, night us. on us. <laughs> I know that. I'm, I'm like Zeke. I'm gonna tear this mother up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not saying that it won't happen, but it could possibly happen. Okay. I just know that the, to, to me, this is it wasn't that serious. And Chris Paul always makes it that serious. Like the way he, it was only when he got pushed in the back and he was, away. It was just too. It was just too. Yeah, he do. He do. He do. He be doing he the most. He does mode. flop a lot. But Bev, one game suspension. Moving on. Uh, Kawhi, the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes is back on. Is his career over in L.A.? He is being linked to the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks. Both teams are going to allegedly roll out the red carpet and try to convince Leonard that it's a better situation. What happens to Kawhi Leonard? Go ahead, Zeke. He stays in L.A. He stays in L.A. Keith. It's hard to say because he's unreadable. I swear, man. Like, normally you can read a player and you'd be like, he might lead. He's the type of player he might lead. That's not always true because I've never seen LeBron go to Miami. He, I, did. I did. I did. Dwayne what? Wade, what? Oh, man. his best friend. Go ahead, Keith. That's when I thought niggas is loyal, but go ahead. <laughs> well, we know you ain't loyal. So, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, Dre, you loyal, man. You, loyal you know, go, so, so Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> I believe the Clippers blew it. I don't think the Clippers blew it. I think the Clippers blew it. I think. Hiring Lou was not a good thing for the Clippers and Kawhi. Mm. I think he brought in – part of this is on him because he recruited Paul George. If he didn't, they'd have lost in five. Before you go any further, <laughs> do you think if Kawhi would have played, they would have won? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, if you're Kawhi – It would be the Bucks versus the Clippers. Okay, but if you're sitting back and you're Kawhi right now, do you be like – just because I'm not there, that's why we didn't win. Yeah. Or do you and you be like, I'm coming back next year and we're gonna win it. The or thing. do you be like Or do you have that mentality like, I'm done with this situation? The the thing with Leonard is Leonard 
likes to win, but he doesn't want to overly work for it. When he was with the Spurs, he didn't want to be the leader. He didn't have to overly work for his ships. In Toronto, he didn't have to overly work for it. He had Lowry. He had um, um, Pascal. Yes, yes. My man's. He had. Uh, he played for um, Powell. OKC. He um, now he plays for the Clippers. They're together again. Um, I forget his name. Nevertheless. Kawhi was, is a fighter, yes, but if you put him with someone like Luca, if you put him in Miami with Jimmy, he doesn't have to go as hard, and he can man his schedule, which the Clippers don't like for him to do. Jimmy who? Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. But see, I don't think he would get along with Pat down there because Pat is Pat is aggressive. Pat Riley. Pat Riley is aggressive. Only reason Pat he Riley. played for Pop. If he can play for Pop, he can and, play and for you, Pat. And you see how that relationship ended, didn't he? It ended because of the injury that the dirty play from. They didn't Zaza. like. No, they didn't like the way Kawhi didn't like the way they handled his injury, and that includes Pop. So it's one of those things where I don't see him going to Dallas. They're starting all over. That would be the. And, and that would be stupid. And if you if you Kawhi, think do you, so? Do you yeah. want to remember with, he lived in Texas but already? Just, but just think about this though: if you Kawhi, do you want to deal with Mark Cuban? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I like. I mean, I like Mark Cuban as far as business, mm-hmm. but working for him and having that. Mark, expect, you see how Mark Cuban is. is Mark game. Cuban is. Mark Cuban he's is a loud. He's loud. Player. He's loud. Very. But 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 besides that, he can only do what he wants to. Listen, Jason Kidd as the coach is attractive for Leonard to go to Dallas. I don't think so because Dallas. Remember, Dallas was a part of the sweepstakes before. Yeah, but he went to L.A. because he's. From the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Dallas has no state taxes. Let's not forget that incentive. Mm-hmm. He can get a big contract, and he gets to play with the next league MVP in Luka Doncic. So, I don't I don't see him staying with L.A., but I can't really say where he's going because the sweepstakes is wide open. I think he stays with L.A. I mean, Paul George is still going to be there. He has to opt out it, first. If they, yeah, if they keep that team as they are right now, they can still compete for a championship. Like they they can still no, not with Pat Bev no man because even they, with Pat Bev Pat Bev wasn't the main concern you, of this team until because, he had to behold Devin Booker defensively. But you gotta look at Reggie Jackson. Think about this though: when he had balling. to guard Luca, Luca was burning him up. And think if Luca had one more person with him because it ain't oh, Porzingis. Because yeah. it, it ain't Porzingis. But think if he got one more player to come there this off season. Yeah, I get how all do that. you think that Dallas team is gonna look? And then what do you think the Clippers are gonna do with that Dallas team with Luca? And some help. This is my thing about that because as a new coach, Jason Kidd has a lot to prove. And even though he has coaching experience, I think he the does one, have a lot to prove. I think the thing about um, Kawhi is he has to respect you as a coach. With Pop, he respected Pop as a coach. <clears throat> so he respected Pop as a coach. And inside jokes, people. And, and uh, I can't think of their, their previous coach, uh, Car, Car uh, Dallas, Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle, Rick whatever. Carlisle, Carlisle. He uh, he's respected in the NBA as a good coach. He Jason is. Kidd is not. So it's gonna be one of those things where like they're gonna. I'm gonna say they're gonna bump heads, but you if you don't have that respect for your coach, you're not gonna be like, hey guys, I want to emphasize this. He's gonna be like, yeah, whatever. So it's one of the things where, like, I don't think that's a good fit for him. Only reason he's a good fit in Miami is because his one of his best friends is is uh, Jimmy Butler. 
But besides that, why not go back to where you're guaranteed? Who's one of the best friends? Jimmy Butler. Who? Jimmy Butler. And who? Ka- who? Kawhi. Really? Yeah. I, I know. know why? That. It's weird. That's weird. But that, that's that why room, he was that room be silent, bro. <laughs> that's why he linked. No, it's just one dude chilling and one of the dudes just cracking jokes. And he's like, Haha, "You funny, man." No, it's Jimmy. <laughs> I ain't gonna say what our Jimmy doing. So, so, <laughs> so, so you got Kawhi standing in LA. I got him standing in LA. Case. I think he leaves. I think he leaves, but I don't know where he goes. I don't but know I think where, but I think he leaves. I think he leaves too. So I think he. Yeah, I don't know because Miami is like they are slowly but surely gonna break that team up. As they have to. And that's a lot of money. That like Tyler, on the Tyler, the hero, Tyler, the hero, Tyler, the hero, Tyler, Tyler the, the hero. Creator. That's out the door. Tyler, the hero. That's the name you're giving him. Yep. Tyler, the hero. He's they, out the door. Miami actually just released agents? a report saying that they don't like his celebrity status. Oh, yeah. He's he, he that uh that the bubble went to his head. They the said they don't like his head. celebrity status. So talking he's going to get traded. Talking about Tyler Hero, meaning his off the court stuff is becoming a problem. Another story for another I day. Mean, what is he? Act- what could he be doing though? I mean, if you follow him on Instagram, you can kind of get his uh, <laughs> view you, you into know what his he lifestyle. Doing? You know what he's doing. I don't. Do no, you really uh, want me to say what he's doing? No, no, no. Let's you move sure? on. I see Let, this woman. Let, I'll she, say she, it. She a exactly. <laughs> he doing. He he doing. He he doing what white people do when they from Milwaukee. Start acting black. That's what he starts. That's what he doing. He acting like a nigga. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry. Kesey asked me. I'm going to answer the question. Moving on. like a nigga. The Philadelphia 76ers rejected an offer for a trade for Ben Simmons. The Sixers reportedly turned down Malcolm Brogdon in a first-round draft pick for Ben Simmons. What do you make of that proposed trade? Did Philly do the right thing? What would you have done if you were the GM? I would not give up. Ben Simmons for no Malcolm Brogdon. I don't care what you're talking about. I'd have said the same you thing. Say whatever they want to say. I mean, I like Brogdon and all, but Simmons does a lot in a lot of categories. Even though he can't shoot, he does a lot in a lot of categories that makes up for some of that not shooting. Mm-hmm. Not all of the not shooting, some of the not shooting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I mean, exactly. Uh, I feel the same way because, you know, besides the factor that he's injury prone, um, Malcolm Broderick is Brogdon. Brogdon is uh, he's a nice guy, but he's not consistent. He's he's out for six weeks. He's out for four weeks. He's and then he comes back. He does what he he does what he's supposed to do, but he's not no guy where like Ben Simmons is a if he could if he could shoot next LeBron. Are you glad that the Bucks didn't resign him then? Who? Brogdon, because you know we had a chance to resign him, but I we wish, signed George Hill. Remember? I wish I wish the Bucks did resign him. To be honest with you, because him coming off the bench would have been fantastic. I, I'll tell you like this: for me, obviously Simmons is a better player than than Malcolm, but you were trading injury for injury. So what were you gaining? Because Simmons is injury prone, Malcolm Brogdon is injury prone. Both do not play complete seasons, but Philly was looking for someone to score based on what we've heard and what we've read and what we believe. So I think they they missed out on a score, but for a namesake, no. You don't trade those two players. I'm just surprised they didn't give it consideration because the reports are like, no. It was just like a flat-out no, yeah. not considering, not thinking it. Uh, what team do you believe uh, Simmons would be a good fit for? Who should um, entertain this trade offer? We don't want him in Milwaukee. We've already established that. We don't want him here. We don't need his services here. We don't need him. But um, I don't. I don't want to say that. But um, I think <laughs> I don't that, say that you would. So you would give up Holiday for Simmons? I didn't say that. 
Because you're going to have to either you gonna give, have up, give up. You're going to have to either give up. Let me ask you a question. Or you're going to have to give up holiday. Holiday. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. You see that role P.J. Tucker is playing? Yeah. Who would be better at the fit for that role? Ben Simmons. But you don't have to shoot. All you need to do is lock down this guy. But 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 the thing but is, who you giving up though? Who you giving up? PJ Tucker. PJ Ain't nobody giving up no Simmons for no PJ Tucker. I'm PJ. not. I'm just saying in fantasy land. But, but PJ Tucker can hit that three though. He can't hit that three. I'm and just he saying he don't have to. to get us over the hump too. Yeah, he hit a couple of them. What I'm saying is, PJ Tucker' main role is a defensive role. And what I'm saying is, imagine and hit, Ben and hit corner threes occasionally every five games. But exactly, like, but what I'm saying is, Ben but Simmons, did he hit it when it counted? It did. Every did five it, games. But did he hit it when it counted in the playoffs? Every five games. Did he hit it in the playoffs when it counted? Please don't make me anti-Bucks again. Please, let we even had a good episode. You know Please what? don't make me go you with OPJ Tucker. I'm on your heels, man. Just Please don't make me go with OPJ Tucker. Don't go ahead, on. Just Listen, agree. Go with ahead. Just I'm agree. not. Go ahead. I'm not letting you ride a book today. Go ahead. You ain't riding PJ that today. That is a very nice hat, Z. Thank you. Appreciate it. Go ahead, bro. Finish Anyways, up. but I was just saying Fake that. Fans. <laughs> I was just saying that. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Shout out, PJ. Shout out, PJ. Shout out, PJ, but. King of the shoes. Um, King of the shoes. But Money. That's what y'all ben, But Ben Simmons is uh, a great defensive player. Um, what I, where would I like them to see? That's a, that's a tough question because. Where would he go where he wouldn't have to score? In Philadelphia, he has to score. And he that's has the to. that's the funny thing is he can drive. He can he can get these down low buckets. Listen. I think in the playoffs he was just in his head. I'm gonna tell you the perfect situation. But he him. averaged like fifteen a game. And, and the other thing to remember, Keith, before you go, Philly also has they're an injury prone team. So they got to get rid of somebody because Embiid stays injured. I'm gonna tell you, Tobias right. Harris stays injured. I'm no. gonna tell you right yes, now. Yes, he does. Move, yes, he does. I'm gonna tell you right now the move they gotta make. Go ahead, Wiggins for Simmons. No. Do you really want to help Golden State get better? But Wiggins also helps us too because Wiggins is a is not a bad defender as well, Be- and he, he can score. He's not a bad defender, and but he can he, score way better. But than Simmons, ben Simmons is an excellent person. I know, defender. but you got to give up something to get offense, right? The they losing on offense defensively. Philly is it was good. They just couldn't score. Philip, mm. no. I, like I said before, Simmons was in his head. They he averaged 15 they, a game. They couldn't get buckets when they needed it. That's true. But he got averaged 15 a game in a season. So if he's averaging 15 a game and his shooting percentage is terrible, he's obviously getting to the rack. He's obviously scoring somewhat. In the playoffs, he just got in his head. And that comes from him being young. That comes from him being just listening to the critics and stuff like that. Like after this, after that series is over and Atlanta won that series, like you, you start to hear more stuff come out about Ben Simmons. Like he's coddled. He has a little entourage that don't tell him he can't shoot. They just you know up his ass yeah. and blowing smoke yeah, up. Yeah, spending his so, money. Yeah, so but, it's one of those things where like I can't get rid of like you talking about Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins hasn't been Andrew Wiggins that he was supposed to be since the number one year. draft pick since his but rookie he, year. But he had a decent year last year for the. For he, the he was okay he as did. a role player. Yeah, he did. So so to wrap this up, you you would have did the same thing. You would have said you would have kept him over Brogdon. Yeah, I would have kept him over. You would have kept him. Most definitely. All right. This has been another episode of the 94 Feet Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's go, Milwaukee. Let's go, Milwaukee. Let's bring the championship home. Listen to us on Spreaker, Google, iHeart, Apple, Spotify. Watch us on Facebook Live. 
Like us on social media at 94FT Podcast. Hopefully, the next time we're talking, we are closer to an NBA championship. Or hopefully, we get the Deer District. 94 Feet Nation, let's go, baby. Thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.